welcome in to another edition of the Back and Forth Podcast. I am your host, Stat Matt, a.k.a. Matt Raftree, joined alongside, as always, by my co-host, Joey G. And Joey, we, uh, we're back today with another edition of the Back and Forth Podcast. And today we're talking a little bit of NBA and uh, maybe some more question marks surrounding the Raiders as far as what they do moving forward. But nonetheless, we will start in the NBA and... Uh, Back in studio too, so you're not going to hear the. Uh, that's right. You're not hearing the amazing quality from uh, Joey calling in on the phone. You got vans and cars driving by and kids on scooters. So I was I went back and listened to it yesterday, and uh, I mean it wasn't that bad, but it was just like Matt's mic was crystal clear, and then you know it sounded like I was calling in from a toaster on uh, <laughs> my phone on the phone line yesterday. That that's right. That uh, that's phone quality for you though, but that's okay. We got Joey in studio today alongside myself and let's start in the NBA we've got an interesting headline that came out today one of which is uh Damian Lillard um, I believe accepted an invitation to meet with LeBron regarding his potential NBA future uh, after this season maybe even during the season we don't know the NBA trade deadline is still has not passed us by I don't that won't be for a few months um, but nothing nothing confirmed yet but the two seemingly in talks about either f- teaming up in LA, I would imagine, or I, I mean, unless LeBron really wants to come to Portland, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was for LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis to go to Portland. Yeah, no, I think, I think it was more so for Damian Lillard to come to the Lakers. Uh, was what the meeting was uh, about. But uh, Joey, what do you make about this? Remember, we also have uh, alongside with Damian Lillard, um, we have uh, a few days ago the Blazers playing in Philadelphia and they, Dame was surrounded by the We Want Dame chants as they are trying to figure out their future with Ben Simmons. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty interesting. I think for sure Damian Lillard would have been a better fit in uh, Los Angeles than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, Damian Lillard can shoot the ball, so that's already a win, uh, unlike Russell Westbrook. But Brick. That, yeah, Russell Westbrook. That's even the old um, Lakers Derek, broadcast. Derek, yeah, Derek Fisher. Fisher <laughs> who works for the Lakers on uh, – their uh, uh, TV channel or whatever. He went and called hey, yep. him Russell Westbrook on national television. So that's off to a great start in Los Angeles. But back on topic here. Uh, yeah, pretty interesting. And one thing about Damon Lillard I will say is I really do uh, respect his loyalty. He's been with Portland for such a long time. And a lot of players around the league don't have that kind of patience. You already look at Zion Williamson, who's only in his third year, and you have that guy's family members telling him. And, again, I don't blame Zion at all. But you have his family members telling him, you know, he needs to get out of New Orleans. They want him to get out, and they want him to be traded somewhere else. And I'm sure Zion probably feels uh, the same way, and rightfully so. And there are plenty of other players. Anthony Davis lasted maybe six or seven seasons, I think, in, um, in New Orleans, which also the same franchise Zion Williamson is a part of now. And uh, you look all around the league, basically, and every, every player has a, a breaking point with that certain franchise to where uh, they want to move on and go somewhere else. And Damian Lillard has been with uh, Portland for a very long time, and they have been through a lot as a franchise. He's gotten to the Western Conference Finals. There's years where they barely got into the playoffs. And uh, last year was another heartbreaking finish for that team, or a disappointing finish, I should say. And uh, he's continued to stay there. And he really, other than rumors, I don't think he's ever signaled that he wants to leave. I mean, there was a couple interesting social media posts, but fans and, and media tend to stretch everything out more than what it really is. So other than that, Damian Lillard has never really said, I don't want to be here anymore or has even hinted at possibly leaving other than those 
occasional social media posts that I think everyone just kind of stretched out, including myself. I'll take some fault for that. I saw one. I was like, he's coming to Boston. I think he's going to be assaulting next year. And uh, we got Dennis Schroeder instead. So obviously that didn't happen. But regarding Dame's future, I think uh, he's obviously better off somewhere else. I think Philly would be, would be a great fit for him. That's somewhere we can compete for a championship. He cannot compete for a championship right now in Portland. Uh, they have a solid team put together, but they're also in a very deep Western Conference. A Western Conference that has a trio uh, just uh, a few hundred miles down the road or down the PCH there, I guess, uh, with the Los Angeles Lakers, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and LeBron James. You also have the Utah Jazz, who are a very good team. Uh, the Denver Nuggets are also going to be pretty pretty solid once they get Jamal Murray back. You have the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, you have the Golden State Warriors, who are sitting at a 5-1 and record right now. Uh, it, 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 it's a very tough conference to win, and I don't think the Blazers are honestly better than any of those teams I just listed. And I'm also forgetting the Phoenix Suns and even list them. Uh, I, I think he's – I think after this season, if he doesn't get the finish or uh, the end to the season that he wants or whatever he's expecting with the Portland Trail Blazers, which I'm assuming is an NBA Finals appearance, which I think pretty much almost every reasonable NBA fan can tell you that that's not going to happen, uh, he should look into – going to other places and i think philly would be a great destination i don't think he's going to go to los angeles they already figured out that point guard position with uh russell westbrook unless they want to move on from russell that quick i mean the last two teams did houston got rid of him after a year and the wizards got rid of him after a year so maybe the lakers are going to get rid of him after a year too uh, i find that hard to imagine though considering that's his hometown and the relationship he has with lebron james so i think westbrook will be there for a while so yeah philly's probably the best and reasonable option you look at portland you can get Ben Simmons back in that trade. You could probably pry out a Tyrese Maxey as well. I think those are two solid assets. Uh, if you can get Ben Simmons in the right mental state and uh, playing how he's supposed to be playing, he can definitely develop into a solid player. Um, he has the, the amazing potential, honestly. And me and Matt, have, as much as we've criticized him, we've also said that he has amazing potential. Uh, he was getting comparisons to LeBron James his rookie season for a reason. You know, People weren't just saying that to say that. Uh, Everyone saw the potential in him, but he has seemed to regress every season. And Maxi is also a really good point guard. He had a fantastic summer league, and he had a fantastic rookie season last year, which kind of questioned why he was even playing in the summer league. This guy was dropping like 30 points a game in the summer league. He was clearly way too good for that. And they can also get a couple first-round picks out of it. So I, I think that'd be a very win-win trade for both sides. Um, granted, there's no substance or evidence that Philly wants him or that he wants to be traded to Philly or that he's going to get traded anytime soon. But just with these stories going around and assuming that if they have a first round exit again this season that he would want to leave, I think Philly would be the best and most realistic option uh, for Damian Lillard. But pretty interesting. He almost went to Los Angeles last year. I don't know if Portland would have done that considering that's in the same conference and they don't want to really make the Lakers any better. Uh, unless Damian Lillard really wanted to go there, then I think you owe that to Damian Lillard for all he's done for your franchise to trade him where he wants to go. Uh, but at least with Philly, you're trading him all the way across the country to a whole nother conference, and you don't have to worry about Damian Lillard torching it up in the West unless, obviously, you guys uh, play in the NBA Finals, which it's not going to happen because the Trailblazers aren't going to make the Finals anytime soon. So interesting story, and we'll see what happens with Dame. I think he would be a, I think he'd be a great fit in Philly. Him and Joel Embiid would be a a very exciting duo to watch, and that's a team that can go toe-to-toe uh, with Brooklyn, I think, assuming Kyrie Irving doesn't come back anytime soon. Yeah, uh, Damian Lillard, uh, I mean, he's he's. I would probably say he's 
similar to Westbrook if you want to compare loyalty because there's been numerous amount of times that um, Dame has been able to leave Portland and he chose to stay. And that, I think, says a lot about wanting to stay in a market like Portland and a team like Portland that outside of C.J. McCollum and an occasional decent third piece here and there hasn't really been all that great. So the fact that Damian Lillard has been able to stick by it for as long as he has, I think show, tells a lot tells you a lot about Dame and how loyal he's willing to be to a franchise, much like uh, Russell Westbrook was loyal to the Oklahoma City Thunder for the longest time. Um, I, I think it, it's probably a better move for the Lakers to get Damian Lillard and cut ties with Russell Westbrook. Uh, I've said it even before, or I guess even when the trade happened for Westbrook, um, and maybe even a little bit before when it was rumored to happen, that Russell Westbrook was not going to be a good fit for the Lakers. Uh, You look at it, Russell Westbrook has, in my opinion, been one of the most inefficient players in the league for a handful of years now. Uh, He cannot perform well when his team needs him the most in the playoffs. That's been proven. And he is a ultra stat patter to a point where he's literally boxing teammates out such as Steven Adams for rebounds so that he can get to his uh, triple-double of the of the game. So overall, I think it's an interesting move, and it's one that I hope the Lakers make because Dame, AD, and LeBron, yeah, I know that's a lot of superstars with one ball, but all of them are a really good scorer. And I think that's what makes this different compared to Russell Westbrook, LeBron, and AD is the fact that Dame can score the ball in more ways than Russ can, and I think that ultimately is going to help the Lakers compared to Russ, who, if he's not slashing to the basket or um, you know breaking away on fast breaks, he's fairly useless as a scorer. I mean, he's a mediocre three-point shooter at best. His jump shot's okay, uh, but Aiden's gonna kill you. I mean, I'm just You're spitting. Dead, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just spitting out the facts and what we see on TV. Matt goes okay? missing. Um, you know, <laughs> Aiden Shaw is suspect number one. A- a- Aiden can, uh, you know, fanboy all he wants with his little cutouts or whatever. Um, the fact <laughs> of the matter is, is that this this is what we've seen from Russell Westbrook live in real time. You know that he's very inefficient. He he's very much similar to like LeBron offensively when LeBron in earlier days LeBron where. LeBron could really only get to the basket and score. Um, he wasn't known for his shooting, and Russ kind of resembles that a little bit now where if Russ gets to the basket, he's great. He's very efficient. He can, he can make layups. He can make short range. But his jump shooting is okay, and his three-point shooting has just never really developed to be all that consistent and deadly. I mean, it's gonna he'll hit a few threes every now and then, but not enough to really make a team worry. I got a, I got a, I got a question for you. Okay? Oh, boy. Would you rather have... Justin Rogers as the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers or Russell Westbrook as a starting point guard 40 minutes a game for the uh, Los Angeles Clippers and you lose Kawhi so it's it's Westbrook and Paul George again in Los Angeles or Justin Rogers for a full season in Pittsburgh as a starting quarterback I see what you did there Joey <laughs> um I'll take Justin Rogers because oh my Mike, god, only because <laughs> Mike Tomlin can form the game plan around Najee Harris, and he can make Najee Harris the primary option on offense. I think I think three games in they might might move uh, Najee Harris to quarterback because they'll just be like, yeah, this guy is this guy's thrown for fourteen yards a game, so might as well just 
mix it up a little bit, or they move Juju there. You know, maybe Juju's a secretly a well. Plus the fact that like you mentioned, you lose Kawhi with Russell Westbrook. That that was kind of the deal breaker. I'm like, yeah. okay, man, Steelers is is. <laughs> um, yeah, I again, Russell Westbrook, probably a fascinating player to go watch in person, but when you need him the most, he just doesn't perform up to those standards. And I think Dame. It's been well documented. Dame has sent Russell Westbrook's teams packing and sent them home uh, before with Dame time in the clutch when you need him the most. That's the other. That's the other characteristic you would get with Dame is you would have arguably one of the mo- more clutch players in the league on the Lakers, one of the um, better game managers. I w- I'll say in LeBron because I think he manages the game well. He may not produce the numbers that you need. But nonetheless, he LeBron is a very high basketball IQ player. He knows how to manage the game properly. Um, he usually doesn't let games slip away all too easily, even if he's not making the clutch shot himself. And then you have one of the better stretch bigs in the league in Anthony Davis. I think that's a very suitable offensive system, barring that they can make it work. And, you know, these guys can put, the, you know, egos aside and make it work, similar to like what the Bulls are doing right now with their trio with uh, Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, and Demar Derozan. So we'll 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 see how it works the ball out. Sock. That's the name, Matt. That's the trio's name. I know it is. Um, we're not on we're not on radio. You can say it. It's all right. I know. Um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to watch though to see what Damian Lillard does because I think Damian Lillard is one of those players that if he wanted to leave Portland, I don't know if anybody would blame him because of how loyal he's been over the years. No, no one would blame him. Um, and Portland shouldn't blame him to be honest because Portland has. I mean, what have, what have you provided Damian Lillard other than C.J. McCollum, an okay third option depending on the year? And, and his canter, you know, they got him. Like I said, depending on the year, sometimes then this is good, sometimes... Well, he hasn't even played a minute this season yet, so... Yeah, exa- exactly. So um, it's going to be interesting to watch with Dame. But one thing we want to bring up here in the NFL is the fact that the uh, the Raiders could be looking for a new piece to come to Las Vegas. That being in their wide receiving core, it was confirmed last night that the Las Vegas Raiders did, in fact, release Henry Ruggs. I think a lot of people probably expected that to come, but the Raiders making that official last night, uh, officially releasing Henry Ruggs uh, due to, the obviously, the car accident that happened earlier that day. And so it leaves an open wide receiver spot for the Las Vegas Raiders and There's already been some names rumored around. Uh, There's Deshaun Jackson, who is widely available right now. Uh, You could surely put together a a trade package for a guy like maybe Odell Beckham Jr. That's a little bit. Trade deadline passed, so they're it's on it's on Cleveland to waive him, which they're they might expected to do because they sent him home from practice today. Yeah, and well, okay, I'll I'll get into Odell a little bit once I give my thoughts, um, but. Joey, who do you think would be the best fit for that empty wide receiver spot? Well, just so just so no one's thinking we're skipping the whole Henry Rugg situation, we talked about it uh, on yesterday's episode. We did. Yes, you can so find that. So if you want to go we, back and listen to that, we spent like a good fifteen minutes on yeah, Henry. Yeah, spent a good fifteen twenty minutes on Henry Ruggs. Uh, just so no one thinks we're you know ignoring what happened. That's right. Uh, today. That's why it's important to listen. Yeah, and today <laughs> we got uh, obviously. Well, last night him being released, and then you have the whole situation now with Deshaun Jackson being released and Odo Beckham Jr., who was sent home from practice, and uh, the Cleveland Browns head coach saying he's practically not a member of the team. So that leads, or that at least hints at, like he's going to be waived soon, or like you'd have to imagine. Uh, and I think I think Odell is a good pickup for the Raiders. To be quite honest, 
I don't think he fits very well in Cleveland, and I've said that thousands upon thousands of times. Uh, there is some type of chemistry issues with him and Baker Mayfield, um, and it's just not worked out. And I don't know if I'm not going to pin the blame on Baker. I'm not going to pin the blame on Odo Beckham Jr. But we saw what that guy was capable of in New York with Eli Manning as his quarterback. I'm not trying to disrespect Eli Manning in any way, but unless that guy was playing the Patriots or or the Cowboys in the playoffs, like he was a, you know, he was he was Eli Manning. I'll leave it at that. Um, so I think Odell now having almost a year and a half to recover from that injury or a full year to recover from that injury uh, would be a very solid pickup. Uh, for the Raiders, and that, that, that gets some star power on that offense, and that helps out Edwards and Waller a little bit on the receiving core. Um, and I feel like Odell is a little more reliable than Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson is kind of at the very end of his career. Uh, he's in his mid or late 30s, I believe. He uh, he he He's very similar. I mean, he, he, he'll get, like, occasional, like, he'll break free and he'll get occasional, like, 60-yard plays. But, like, he was released. He was released from the Los Angeles Rams for a reason. Like, he's not, like, they picked Van Jefferson over him for a reason. Van Jefferson Jr. for a reason. Um, Odo Beckham Jr. is a different story. That guy is a, uh, ha, he has amazing potential. And I think if the Raiders could, if he does get released, I think that's, that's who the Raiders should go for. With Deshaun Jackson, I really don't see the benefit out of it. I don't think that makes the Raiders much better. He's not going to be a guy that can step into that YR1 or YR2 spot. If they want, like, they, they'd they be better off just bringing Snead back. I know they cut Snead a couple weeks ago, so if they can't get Odell, I would just bring back Snead. Snead was a solid option in Baltimore a couple years ago with Lamar Jackson, so I would just bring him back and see how that experiment works out and then just wait till the draft or next offseason to uh, – look at a receiver um but as for now it's either Odo Beckham Jr. you bring back Snead I don't I don't see there is much benefit in bringing Deshaun Jackson the name's flashy um but the guy is reaching the end of his career and he hasn't really done anything notable other than occasional 60-yard plays Odell just really does not even Jarvis Landry struggling in Cleveland um and and uh I'm gonna butcher his name uh their tight end David Nagoju I definitely said his name wrong uh, but he was a very solid tight end at one point, and even he's struggling there. Uh, other than their running game, Cleveland does not have much of a passing attack, and I'm not – they're winning games under Baker Mayfield, so I think it's unfair to put all the blame on him and all, put all the blame on on one person, but just clearly with that group in terms of throwing the ball, it's not working. Like Baker Mayfield seems to have better days with Rashard Higgins and uh, People Jones at his as his receivers. Like he had really, he had a really strong game with those two guys. Uh, so maybe it's just that there's too much talent in the receiving core, and there's only one ball to go around. I'm not sure what it is. Um, I'm not going to speculate on it too much, but I think Odell would be a perfect, perfect pickup uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders. And if he does get released, I th- obviously you're probably have to sit him a couple weeks so he can get adjusted. But I think him and Derek Carr would mix very well. Uh, you already have Waller, and then you could put Edwards at YR1. Uh, that'd be a good team, and I think that's a team that could potentially sneak into the playoffs, and that'd be a great steal. If Odell can get back to his New York days, which I think he's very well capable of doing, that'd be a, that'd be a steal for the Raiders to get Odell Beckham Jr. practically for like a, a pretty cheap contract. So that's who I would look into. Odell or bust. If you don't get Odell, just bring back Snead. That's what I would do. Yeah, it's... It's interesting. I, I'd probably go with Deshaun Jackson as the best option here. Uh, it's no knock really to Odell, but the thing is, is all 32 or all thir- the rest of the league, all the rest of the 31 teams in the league are 
seeing what's going on in Cleveland and they are arguably probably pretty worried um, about Odell. You've got Odell's um, you got Odell's dad calling out Baker Mayfield not passing Odell the ball very much. You've got this incident today getting sent home from practice. Um, it it almost makes you wonder what kind of guy Odell is in the locker room. Um, and I, that's all stuff that I don't know if it's necessarily going to come out to the public, but I, I'm sure word spreads around the league within GMs or whatever the case may be. Um, so, I mean, I just think off the field, there might be some concerns with Odell that could be preventing teams from taking a chance on him because they don't want that type of liability in their locker room. Um, I think Deshaun Jackson is probably not as big of a liability to worry about. And Deshaun Jackson, if he can maintain even a little bit of that speed that he's shown, go back to the days in Philadelphia, um, and some other teams, he's really shown a lot of that breakaway speed. I think that would be a really good option for Derek Carr because we know there's there's been times Derek Carr likes to air the ball out pretty pretty far down the field, maybe a little too far sometimes for his receivers. Um, as we always like to joke around, sometimes he's known for the overthrow. But um, a guy like Deshaun Watson could definitely Deshaun Watson. A guy like Deshaun Jackson, um, not Deshaun Deshaun Watson. He's a hey, receiver now. Wow. I mean, he 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 full on he, full on transition. I for know. Deshaun Watson. He, he's a wide receiver. I don't. That's also another guy. Like, I don't think he'll be playing football yeah, anytime no. soon either. Uh, be, see, he had to transition to wide receiver, so nobody no, no, recognized yeah. him. Yeah. Um. They just think, oh, this is another guy in Watson. He's playing receiver, huh? Um. All jokes aside, uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Dotson. Jackson. Nice try. Well, Sean, no, I was saying the Texans signed mystery receiver with Sean Dotson. <laughs> Sean Dotson. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson, I think, is a good option for the Raiders. He's got really good speed, and he's been a proven receiver before. Um, I get he's probably towards the latter part of his career, but still could be a viable option, at least for the rest of the uh, season until the Raiders can figure out a probably a more long-term option at that receiving spot. Um, definitely don't hate it, um, but nonetheless, I do think the Raiders, they're going to probably fill the spot, I would imagine, within the next couple of days given that they have their next game against the Giants on the road coming up you don't really want to be short a receiver there particularly if something were to happen to a guy like Waller or um, Brian Edwards maybe like whoever they else they got on that receiver Hunter Renfro um, if one of those guys were to get injured you're already pretty short-handed as it is uh, with now no Henry Ruggs uh, you would definitely want to fill that spot for depth if nothing else so I would imagine the Raiders are going going to announce a new receiver for that spot within the next, I would say, probably two days at most. You'd probably want the guy in by Thursday, learns the playbook, or at least learns his routes a little bit, and you know, he, hopefully you may have him ready to go on Sunday just in case he needs to get in the game, um, maybe limited plays, but um, sooner rather than later, I think, is when we see this announcement from the Raiders. Well, going back to OBJ, um, I, I mean, like, you look at it, you look at it, the volume he was getting in New York. I mean, wouldn't you be upset a little bit too? Or if you were the father of Odo Beckham Jr., wouldn't you be a little upset considering that, you know, his last game he had one reception for six yards. Like, you can't put all the blame on Odo Beckham Jr. Because, like, I feel like a lot of people would also be upset uh, in his shoes or in his father's case. You'd be upset seeing your son going from a, a Pro Bowl wide receiver to not even getting looked at as much uh, over with Cleveland. So, I mean... I understand the frustration there, um, and I, I don't. Some teams may be looking at like, "Oh, that's all Odell's fault," but 
if Odell becomes available, there will be a lot of interest in the league. And I think the Raiders would probably be, you know, one of the teams that would be in the front of the line or should be in the front of the line trying to get him because I think Derek Carr probably could get as much crap as I give him. Uh, he could be very similar to Hunter Renfro or how he's playing in with the Raiders right now uh, just to get him comfortable. And Odell, I mean, excuse me, Derek Carr likes those little short slant routes or whatever. And uh, they, they could get Odell, you know, he could be a guy that gets a solid four, five, six targets a game. So I, I don't think all the blame uh, goes on him there. I understand the, the frustration. You know, you're again, you went from a, a number one wide receiver to people calling you the best wide receiver in the league to getting traded to Cleveland for a, multiple first round picks, I believe. And Jabril Peppers, you know, you don't you don't trade three valuable assets like that for nobody. Uh, and now you go to Cleveland, like your best game, I think, was maybe in the early 100s, if that. So you don't just fall off the hill like that. Like there's also some issues with Cleveland's play calling and with Baker Mayfield a little bit as well. Um, and hopefully wherever Odell ends up, because I think his, his days are numbered in Cleveland, I, I don't think he'll be on the Browns past this Sunday or, or past next Monday at least. Um, it, it'll be a real steal for whoever picks him up. It'll, it'll be a good steal. And even the Eagles, the Eagles could be a team uh, that look at Odell Beckham Jr. So we'll, we'll see exactly where he ends up. But that'd be a very solid pickup, I think, for the Raiders. Definitely just going to have to wait and see with one Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. As we as we like to say on the show, definitely wait and see for sure. Uh, we're big wait and see fans in case yeah. you haven't picked up on that yet. Um, you know, we, we make predictions and then we tell you, ah, wait and see. Um, so if, if, if I wish I, I wish I could just say I, he's going to be on the Raiders soon because I think that'd be a that'd be a stellar pickup. Like the, the Raiders really need to monitor that situation, I think. Yeah. Uh, and they probably they probably are. I mean, this is a unusual circumstance for the Raiders that they're dealing with when it comes to Henry Ruggs and having to go to a emergency option here uh, to fill that spot. So, hey, maybe they do give a guy like Odell Beckham, who is pretty low on the market right now um, as far as, well, price-wise for sure and value-wise at the moment. Um, there's not a lot of stock on Odell Beckham Jr., so maybe it's a, a buy-low spot for the Raiders. We'll see. But uh, other than that... We'll probably have a, one more episode of back and forth before the weekend hits. Uh, yeah, we'll do probably one more either tomorrow or on uh, on Friday. There you go. You heard it first. We'll probably have one more episode of back and forth before the weekend. Get you set for some college football, some NFL. Look at some of those games upcoming and keeping our eye on some of the bigger games of those respective leagues. Until then. Well, until- next week we got, don't forget, next week college basketball starts. So we'll, we'll yes, start we getting college basketball from uh, – for me and Matt, our our favorite time of the year. Now that the Celtics suck, I'm gonna be looking. I'm way. I'm definitely a lot more excited for uh, college basketball now because I don't think I can watch NBA anymore. Rebel basketball is fastly approaching. Uh, we will uh, talk to you guys later on in the week. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day. And Joey and I are out of here for the day. Talk to you later.